Welcome to the Splinters Podcast from the team on the bench. Community Radio's leading no-holds-barred Friday night sports show. Available online and replayed on Triple H 100.1 FM. Now, here's your host, the Italian stallion, Dom Rizzuto. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are joining us uh, on the bench on Triple H 100.1 FM. My name is Dom Rizzuto. You are with Matt Mears on Friday night, the 8th of May. Could you believe already in, in 2020, already five months into the year? Uh, time flies when you're, when you're stuck inside, I suppose, some would say. Um, great to be back joining you guys and having um, chats, despite the fact that there's no action to be spoken about. But luckily, we've, uh, myself, Mearsy and the rest of the team are, are quite creative and and have come up with various talking points to uh, discuss to keep us nice and smiley uh, throughout this period of quiet time. Now, a topic that I want to talk about a little bit today, Mizzy, and we've brought a special guest on who I'll introduce in just a second. Um, head of uh, head of this show early this week, big news came out um, that the New South Wales, excuse me, <laughs> the, the United States of Americans Wales. women's soccer team's uh, equal pay case was chucked out of court. By the, uh, by the Supreme Court judge against uh, for their case against USA Soccer, um, saying that their claims were were not good enough, that the case was weak, and that w- they wouldn't they, they weren't going to get what they wanted out of it. Despite the fact, despite the fighting and the social media reach you, um, that has come from this from the USA women's team. So it, it made me ask the question, what does this mean for equal pay in sports moving forward? There's still only really one or two sports on the planet that do it properly. You're looking at things like tennis, golf, and cricket to an extent. Not, not really, though, but a bit of a twist. But this new case, I think, kind of throws it up a little bit in the, in the air, which is really disappointing. So I wanted to discuss it a little bit more, but I figured we'd bring on a... A guest uh, who would have a better voice to this, a, a female voice, Mem- member of the team, a member of the team. She, she, we're hopefully going to get all everyone back on the show once we're talking sport. But we are bring, introducing on the phones today. Uh, her name is Georgia Lamis Fatoran. Georgia, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. My uh, first question—it's good, good to do something other than sit at home. <laughs> exactly. Right. My first question is: Did I get that surname sort of correct? Yes, you did. Oh, oh thank God. Mirzy, take notes. Take notes. Why do you think I left the surname with you? We all know my track record. Well, the worst thing was, is in the break, ladies and gentlemen, is that I was practising it, and then I was like, do you reckon that sounds right? And because i got no one else to ask, I had to ask Mirzy. And Mirzy's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like... I am the worst with surnames. Don't be offended, please. They give me all the European soccer names, so I butcher them. Because there's no... I've got no hope. I could have asked my, my... can of Coca-Cola tin here and it gave me zero response and it still probably would have been better for Mizzy going, yep, that is correct. But it was, so <laughs> well, yeah, score one me. Well, exactly right. Take all the credit that you can, Mizzy, because I'm sure once the EPL comes back, we'll be having some fun again. I might be unavailable that week. Well, anyway, we're talking about football uh, yes. in, 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 a, in a larger sense of talking uh, equal pay in sports, Georgia. I mean, yeah. have you heard much about the, this case uh, that's happened over in the States? It's been going on for a number of years, pretty much since the World Cup. It's really kicked off since the World Cup. Mm. Women's World Cup started last year in 2019. It began then. There was big refuse, big like sort of uh, talks around them not even coming because of the equal pay dispute. They were really going to fight against it. It looked like it was gaining traction and then all of a sudden 
huge plot twist chucked out of a Supreme Court and it, and, it, and what it seems like all the hard work that had been put into this case is back to square one. Yeah, I mean, I've followed this case quite closely. I'm a huge fan of the USA Women's National Team, along with the Matildas. Um, yeah, I would watch their goalkeeper, Hope Solo, for days on end. But I have followed this, and I am quite surprised, especially as their women's team is a lot more successful than their men's. It's quite embarrassing how unsuccessful their men's team is. They didn't even qualify for the last World Cup. No, and, that's true. And here we are, the women's national teams have won four Olympic titles, four gold medals at the Olympics. They've won four World Cup titles as well. Yet here they are, they're still fighting. Whereas in Australia, the Matildas have equal pay. It was announced on November, early November last year, that the Matildas and Socceroos will uh, both receive equal pay. And this is, this is sad. This is really sad. This is a huge setback for women's sport. And I'm quite upset about it. Where do you think it's come from? I mean, you've been tell us a little bit more because you've been following this case uh, probably better than I have over the over the over the course of the of the last year. Like, mm. did they go wrong somewhere? The women's team, like, in my, from my mind, from what I remember reading, they they were obviously more successful as you mentioned. They generate uh, almost as if not more revenue than the men's team does uh, in a national sense. Mm. They've got the they've got the stars that you've mentioned, some of the world's best players of all time. You mentioned Hope Solo. You got Migna Rapinoe. Um, got women like that who are just incredible athletes um, and ready and have really taken the game to the next level across across the across the world. Yeah. Where did this case fall flat? Because it seems to me, it seems very out of the blue. Honestly, I think it's the mind frame that people still have. There are still people in the world who believe that men are the breadwinners. And I don't think they can let go of that. I think that's what has caused this. And it's quite upsetting because, you know, they, the men have a World Cup coming up not too far away, actually. And it is being held in the US and Mexico and Canada. It's being shared. So this is going to be very interesting. But, I, yeah, I honestly don't know what happened. It's quite upsetting. And there is a part of the case that uh, the trial that is going ahead it's unfair treatment in travel housing and medical medical support but equal pay should definitely still be in there i don't see how that hasn't gotten through and i honestly think they have more than enough support especially in all their trophies and, and winnings to to uh, get that across again it comes back to now like they've come, they've come back to square one it, it, mm. it, it, if you're in that position now, Georgia, with the women's team and their and their legal uh, team uh, and, and their supporters, what would you suggest? What do you think they should do going forward? I know that's more of a, a, a political and a legal question yeah. than it is a sporting question, probably beyond uh, you and I's kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, let's say, uh, uh, book of knowledge. Mm. But... Do they go ahead? Do they start again? Do they throw it out the window? Do they come back fresh with a new case? Or do they compromise? You know, they've, they've got that World Cup ahead. I know the 20... The, excuse me, the 20... Who well, knows? Well, the 2026 World Cup and the 2030 World Cup are up for grabs. USA is a huge contender to re-host the, the World Cup again like they did back in 1994. Mm. Do they have to get on board with that? Do they do a, a double... World Cup in the US, they go bang, 
men's World Cup then following year women's World Cup and they come to a, an agreement there or do, the, do, or do they or do does the women's team stand their ground and go no we we want to do this all again this isn't right I think they have to stand their ground because they have players who uh, portray equality all over their Instagram. Sydney LaRue and Dom Dwyer, both footballers, both well-known footballers as well. Uh, they've been showing photos of, you know, their kids, both male and female um, children, in equality clothing. So there's definitely strong feelings about this uh, through through sport. And then you also have um, Ashlyn Harris and Kylie um, Sorry, Ali Krieger, who recently got married, both members of the women's national team. What's this going to say if they choose to have children in the future? You know, mummy and mum weren't able to receive equal pay just because, you know, we're female. It wasn't fair. It, it really has to be rethought about and possibly even bigger names getting on board. I know Joe Biden has gotten on board. I was going to ask you about uh, Mr Biden. Yeah. It's uh, probably good for his campaign uh, ahead of uh, uh, his uh, grudge match with Donald Trump. No, I'm I'm very happy he's gotten on board because, as we know, there is um, an election coming up very soon. So I'm very happy he's gotten happy he's gotten on board with this because this is the way forward. Equality, um, equality, and equal pay in sport is the way forward. And you know, he in his tweet has mentioned to the USA Women's National Team, "Don't give up this fight; it's not over." And he has stated to the US soccer, "Equal pay now, or else when I'm president." You can go elsewhere for World Cup funding, which is a very strong statement. It is a huge statement uh, from from uh, from Mr. Biden. It, it obviously will have huge ramifications in terms of that potential um, bid for those World Cups. I mean, I'm going to ask you a question that you're probably going to hate. <laughs> you're probably going to hate it, but it's a question that I, I really want to ask because I want to get a fresh perspective on it. You, you constantly see keyboard warriors argue. You don't make the same revenue. You don't get the same reward. What is your response to that when people say that? I mean, it's interesting because you don't you don't ever have people coming out and arguing against it once it happens. So I want to yeah. see what's the battle to that because that seems to be the the one standing point. That seems to be the the final brick in the wall that is preventing what seems to be this this equal pay gap being eradicated. Yeah. I mean, keyboard warriors, they're going to keep coming out. I mean, you know, this is a huge technology era and we've seen it with how, uh, you know, COVID has affected us and everything going online, especially with work and uh, classes. But honestly, the women's team makes a lot more revenue than the men. So I don't see why it's not, it's not, uh, they're up the grabs for equal pay. I mean, you know, you see people who have made, uh, YouTube careers out of this. There's a very well-known YouTube channel called Soccer Girl, Soccer Girl Prob, uh, which I follow. They're amazing. And <laughs> they look at, you know, the problems followed by women. And unfortunately, they have made a few videos about equal pay and how men are seen differently. And they have made stereotypes um, of, of those two genders as well. So, you know, there's, there's heaps that can be said, but we just have to keep pushing for equal pay. And, you know, keyboard warriors, get off your keyboards, guys. Like, it's not <laughs> helping. It's really not helping. Because, like, you're a soccer... Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a soccer... They've lost sponsorship from this. Uh, yeah. They've been they've been th- threatened funding. They've got a men's team which has been underperforming for a number of years. Mm. What is the issue that, with them? Surely levelling the pay gap isn't going to cost them as cost them more... Than, a, than fixing those three problems that I just mentioned before. 
What is what what is the, what do you think is the main issue there? Is it a pride thing? Is there someone there who originally said no and is not willing to back down? Where where is that issue lying? What what do you think the women's team in the US need to do to get themselves over the line? I think it's a huge pride thing because the American culture has been very uh, male dominated for so long. I don't I don't think they um, can accept you know their women's team performing a lot better than their men and therefore being paid the same amount. I Shouldn't this be seen as a reward more than anything? Well, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I mean that seems like the, the simple yeah. answer to me. Well, me, me, me Z, you know, we know you're not a, a, a football aficionado, but this kind of fits into the same remit, really, for everyone to kind of fit and discuss. It's a big case. Whereas, as Georgia meant at the top of the segment, the Matildas and the, and the Socceroos have, have got equal pay now. That, that was announced uh, last mm. year, I believe it was announced. Yeah. yeah. Um, They've moved forward with that, and obviously they've been rewarded. Matilda's have been rewarded for the success. They've matched the the Socceroos' success. Uh, and to be fairly honest, the Socceroos haven't had, aside from the, obviously the two thousand and six triumph uh, that we all know that World Cup that they made it to, and then obviously the Asian Cup back in uh, twenty fourteen that they won that. They've aside from that, they haven't really had that much sex on the field. Matilda's have been a lot better, and actually in some regards have now become. Uh, a little bit more under scrutiny because they had a, a disappointing World Cup and they had all the things, but that was more the FFA's fault than anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, with the coaching shift, you know, two months before a tournament started. Go figure. Um, but back to equal pay, mm. it, it, that's happening. We, like I said, we mentioned it. There's There's been a closing of the gap between, you know, the, the, in, in the cricket, in the women, in the crickets. There's been, you know, obviously tennis and, and golf uh, players have made very similar um, I know that's a, a individual sport, so it's slightly different. But I mean, what what effect can this have on future deals? You know, does, like, not just that, but broadcast rights uh, and so on and so forth, sponsorship. But that, that, that's the thing that's got to be bringing in is because obviously there's there's examples like in in USA football where the the girls are bringing probably have more eyeballs on them. They are bringing in more. Sponsorship, they probably are getting better rights deals just due to their success. Whereas the 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 sponsors and TV channels are are moving away from the men's team because they're not having that success. That sort of USA number one. If you're not up there leading the world, they sort of don't really want to have anything to do with you. Whereas if they were say cricket here in Australia, where they have that, where they have a revenue sharing deal, and and you can see now that it's come out about Australian, the Australian men's team now. They're, they're all, because revenues will be down due to the the virus and everything like that, their pay gets cut. Because, or if they somehow got a major India deal, their pay would go up. Is that something that needs to be looked in? That revenue sharing go to where if you guys are the ones making the money, then that goes into your pay pool. If you're not the ones making the money, then it comes out and it goes into where the, the money is being made and where the revenue is coming it's, from. It's funny. It's funny. A little, little bit of a funny note, antidote that I take from from that, Mizzy, is you're saying that the, the, the Americans always pride themselves on if you're not a world beater, then they don't really care about you, right? Mm. Yeah. But the US football team, the women's football team, are the only actual world beaters that they have out of any of their teams. Because, let's face it, they've got their three major sports aside. Uh, two of their major sports are only played, really, 
in uh, only played in America, where they call themselves, you know, world champions, like the baseball. Well, exactly. They've had to make their own world championship then, to then, be world champions. And then there's basketball, and like. Even now, the, but the US men's team doesn't really care unless, anymore. Unless, unless, unless it's the dream team at the Olympics, yeah. there's no interest in America for international. Yeah. See, this is this yeah. is the thing in American sports. It is about their local competition. Football is on the opposite scale because it's it, it is has a huge international presence, which a lot of other sports. Yes, football has the has the same thing that you get paid a lot by your club. It has the massive international presence, which their other major sports don't. So maybe it's just come to you get the Americans to run the sport. They're treating it like they would any of their other American sports, not quite getting or grasping the international uh, flavor that football has compared to their other American top codes. It does make a lot of sense because the the MLS has has, has come in leaps and bounds. So and and football's really grown in that regard with the. With at a domestic level, but it's interesting that the 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 women's team have not shared the same amount of love. Well, one thing I will pull I will pull at you because obviously, with the players getting on big money deals at, at either MLS or there are a couple that play in some of the international leagues, is it the fact that they have to feel that because women probably don't get paid as much in their league, that they need to pay the men more in order to go well? Yes, I want to give up playing for my club, which is my major breadwinner. You're giving me the incentive to give up playing for that and play for my country. Because if they were offering the same, perhaps I'll just go, that's fine. I don't want to play for my country. I'm happy with the money that my club's paying me. I mean, it's an interesting one. I had an initial thought, but I thought about it differently on that one. And, and George, I'd like your opinion on this. Because Uh in, in Australia, it's an interesting one because the FFA kind of helped the clubs paid those big contracts with the overseas players who come over and and I might do a swung song and all that sort of stuff but the US clubs make a lot of money anyway so they'll be paying but it's more the it's more the actual USA football players not the not the ones they bring into the MLS but the ones they want to play for the national team will say no I don't want to play for the national team because you're not giving me the incentive like the money's not there they'd rather just stay and get their weekly wage from their MLS or their EPL club why? Why am I only? Why am I giving that all up to make so five hundred dollars a game to play for the national team? So it's one of those existing, those kind of those existing customer models, right? The women's team will always be there; it'll always be strong. And, so and they and, change and, the model. And historically, they don't get the same money at Clubland, but less, so they're not having to put up that big of an incentive to get them to come and play for the national team. But less male players play the sport, so they want people playing the sport because they can make decent money out of it. Well, that's an interesting argument to, to be had there. It's, it, it, I mean, aside from that, I mean, Georgia, do you think... Uh, just a couple of final questions to note on. Do you think... How much of a ramification do you think this will be in terms of uh, reducing uh, just gender pay gap across sports in general? Do you see it having a huge, huge effect or do you feel it's a minor, a minor blip that's blown out of proportion? I think it's going to make a lot of countries rethink just how much they're paying their female athletes. Because they don't, if this is how the US has reacted, countries may start thinking, oh, I don't want to act like that. I don't want to be the one country who didn't want to pay their females the same amount. And But then it's also going to, it may also affect you know, the amount of females who, pay, who play in the future. You know, parents may see this and go, I don't want my daughters to be you know, treated this way, therefore we'll go to another sport. But the other thing is that 
men, a lot of the sports in America are dominated by men. There is college football, um, American football, that is absolutely dominated by, by males. And there's a huge following, but there's no females playing that. So I honestly don't see why females aren't receiving the same pay as there are less sports for them to play in the American culture.